It's October 6, 2022. This is Ablecraft, episode 36. I'm Abel Kirby. And I'm Sir Spencer. We're back again after much delay. Oh, you know how it goes. Life gets in the way. Yeah. Life is the way that gets in the way. You see, Jurassic Park had it almost right. They said life finds a way, but what they really meant is life gets in the way. Yeah. That's why those dinosaurs were always late to everything. It makes nothing but sense. You know, people would get there. Those those kids got to the kitchen. They were looking around, and it took, you know, the dinosaurs weren't there yet. The movie <laughs> would have been different if they got to the kitchen and the dinosaurs were already there. This is true. Yeah. Yet they took that long to get out of the cage, right? That's just life gets in the way. They had something to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Helps to build the uh, fence. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. My favorite... Probably my favorite line from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. The Tim Curry uh, bit. I've known, I've noticed that playing around in the uh, green room a bit as of late. Yes. Uh, I was thinking of a round robin kind of boostagram sound where it would play a random sound every time. Mm. Um, and, and so this is of interest for things if you want some variety, right? If you didn't want the same, you don't want the same sound to play every time. You could have like three varieties and it picks a random one. Um, I've done this for kind of games programming where maybe there's a page turning sound uh, sure. as you click next or, you know, you're flipping through some some virtual document. And what you don't want is the exact same sound for the for every time you turn the page. Otherwise, sure. people, it gets embedded in your head. You know, you, you notice get, it. It's Yeah, it's psychologically deep. trained on it. So what I had was a little random number generator that would pick from a list of about five different samples of pages turning that I had recorded, and it would play them out. And so that's what a round... Uh, well, that's a random selection. Then the round robin is it just keeps alternating maybe between two samples or rolling through three samples in order. Uh, mm. which is, that's what happens on the drum... Um, VSTIs that I use. For example, if you use a snare hit um, sound, there's actually two sounds. There's a left uh, hit from the left hand and a hit from the right hand, which are sure. And so, if you sit there and you tap that that MIDI control over and over and over, you know it sounds a little bit more uh, energetic, less machine gun. Sure, <laughs> makes uh, sense. But what I was thinking is, if you could take that randomness, um, you could have a clip like Tim Curry with anticipation and vary the silence so you never know when how long it's actually going to be it could be a two second it could be a five second varying the silence i love that it's gonna screw with you man it makes it more fun what if uh there's like an incrementer on every time it's called so there's further anticipation every time (laughs) it's further anticipation you can build anticipation Yes. All of a sudden, you've got like a seven-minute anticipation boost going. <laughs> Hit you when you least suspect it. Yeah. Smack you up the side of the head. Oh, man. You'll be driving to work the next day, and it'll be like, patient. And <laughs> just Tim Curry in the back seat of your car, mm. whispering in your ear. Whispering sweet patience. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been hearing sweet whispers from your uh, podcastindex.social account. I saw a couple notes to Adam Curry and some dialogue I was CC'd in about a certain BTC, BTC Pay Server feature. Yes. It's the top of my notes. BTC Pay Server plugin. Um, I'm excited for this as a potential because I think that uh, we could have a lot of use for it as a way to get people 
self-hosted on music. Mm-hmm. It's already built to handle all the uh, kind of what are the known mediums right now. Mm-hmm. And I know that's kind of also been an on- ongoing discussion that I'm not sure has been resolved yet. But yeah. can we list all the mediums somewhere? Can we have like a definitive list of them? So and uh, it, it's I see audiobook, blog, film, music, newsletter, podcast, and video. Right inside your description. Um, what I'm worried about is if this is feature complete for a music solution. For and what I mean by that is things like um, not just just changing the medium tag, but putting the subtitles in, putting which would sure. be the, the lyrics. The tracks um, and all of that kind of thing. Even things like embedding art and having a, maybe an, uh, a cover for the whole um, podcast, which is different than the individual songs. There's a lot of nuance that goes into building these feeds, and there's a lot of flexibility that you get um, as a podcast publisher that you have to make creative decisions on, and, and those decisions have to be informed by what the players support. And so when you're making a podcast feed... You kind of know what the big players are, and you know how they're going to react to different organizations of your RSS feed, and which ones work and which ones are flawed. But with music, it's a little ripe. Uh, there's there's nothing. There's very few guidelines, right. very few references, and in fact, there's so few references that you could come up with a whole cloth different solution than anything that's been tried. And that, at this point, that's still completely legit in my mind. Yeah, definitely. It's it's extra early. Yeah. There's no there's no handbook right now. It's the Wild West, but so um can you tell me a little bit about this BTC Pay? Uh is it a new version of the server and So, BTC Pay server is like a way to spin up storefronts on your node and be able to either um you, you can do a lot of things with it. You can make a online web store, you can make a brick and mortar store with a POS mm-hmm. application, you can make a donation campaign with it. Uh, all of these things can be set up to s- accept uh, on-chain and Lightning payments. And then there's also like different plugins that you can add into your B- BTC Pay server. So things like integrating with WooCommerce if you use a WordPress website, uh-huh. uh, which is incredibly common for stores right now. Um, you can just basically accept sats through Word- a combination of WordPress, uh, BTC Pay server, and WooCommerce to kind of connect the two okay so the web server with wordpress is a different web server than your node is on it's actually all the same it's uh really and you can choose whether to build out a new wallet or remain on the same wallet i was having a little trouble um thinking about uh, uh rationalizing that when i was thinking about this btc pay solution my biggest um thing is i'm not sure i want to host a website on my node, like a yeah. publicly facing website, let alone one that's going to serve, you know, 80 megabyte. Well, maybe not 80 megabyte. What are, I'm thinking about podcasts, but you sure. know, say 80 megabytes for an episode or 160 megabytes for an episode, depending on the length and stereo versus mono and all that. But then you might be looking at um, five to 10 megabytes a song and you don't know how often those are going to get pulled. So I'm sure at the beginning it's not going to matter, but I don't know if that's a scalable yeah, like- I agree. And this is what I've been trying to think of what uh, path I'm going to take forward on it. I, I also agree. My instinct is that I don't want to serve my podcast directly from my node hardware. Yeah. Because it's doing enough as it is, and it's on a Raspberry Pi. 
And and do you even want a static IP assigned to your node? Well, you I would still handle it through Tor and VPS and things like that. Okay. Um, I definitely wouldn't expose home v uh the home IP. Right. No matter what. <laughs> but um, I was thinking from a hardware perspective about moving over to this Think Center. I'm already planning on making some sort of a node out of it, but I think a separate dedicated server for serving that podcast content might be a good idea. And then there's also two options you can do for the back end. You can do it on local hardware, which again, on my current Pi, I want to kind of dedicate all that space to just the node running. I don't want to add my all of my podcast MP3s and artwork there, you know. Mm-hmm. That's not what I think uh, that I want to do. Because that, even if I can fit it right now, that won't be that won't be sustainable over time. But if I get a bigger SSD and mm. uh, I do it on this Lenovo, do it on some dedicated equipment, you can also do it on a uh, just a cloud server, and you can do it quite cheaply. In fact, we had a BTC Pay server way before the podcasting 2.0 stuff, and before uh, you know any of that was was on the table. And yeah. we just had that spun up in Luna Node on the cloud. Yeah, I've um, I've made my next move with hardware. Um, I have come to the conclusion that I don't want to run any kind of server or um, even even one that's not going to be publicly uh, exposed to the internet. Um, I don't want to have all my personal files on the same server that I'm doing collaborations with. Sure. And so I have, in, including the stuff with the uh, this forthcoming hosting service, which is still being birthed. It is just taking a while to get. Now it's the front end stuff, so I don't know what the front end web page looks like yet. Uh, but I actually have the hardware in hand for how that's going to work. Um, I have an idea of how the file uploads are going to work. So if if uh, you want to submit a song to be published. Um, there'll be a externally hosted web page, probably through one of my the existing hosting providers I use. But what that's going to link to when you upload files is just going to go back to my server. And so care is being taken to make sure that server is kind of dedicated hardware that's not sharing. Uh, you know, it doesn't have my tax returns on it, for example. Sure. And so I'm currently unwinding balls of wax. In my uh, my digital infrastructure in this apartment, uh, and there's a lot of new hardware showed up um, in over the last uh, two weeks, and we had even have a new uh, like we just put in a bunch of hard drives. I think I bought a pack of a uh, box. I bought like a case of fucking hard drives, man, <laughs> of uh, of NAS. Uh, uh, server hard drives and i have a couple spares but it was like 10 of them total and so we're just loading them into servers and uh it's ongoing right but there's work being done i'm actually realizing right now that i don't remember the ip address of the server otherwise i'd open it up but that's neither here nor there um other stuff on the podcasting 2.0 front i'm trying to think of what else there is um the oh, there's a the show's uh, been going. Oh, go ahead. There is a hackathon upcoming. Yep. Which I think they're waiting until this music API stuff is settled and and ready to access, and then they're probably going to push 
music pretty hard. It'd be, it'd be my guess or my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, something I'm looking forward to. I just hope that it lands on a date when I can actually do stuff. I know. That's my... I've got October is a hell uh, scape. Well, first September was a hellscape. Now October is a slightly less scary hellscape. And uh, by the time the second week in November rolls around, it's all downhill from there. So crossing crossing my fingers, that uh, that's when... That the end of the year will be a, a nice productive time for me to do uh, these sorts of projects. Yeah. Or real life isn't kicking my ass. Man, that real life, that work stuff can get in there. Yeah. Well, we've had uh, some boostergrams that came in since. Um, it might be a good time to just roll into those. And, oh, yeah, that's uh, not a bad idea at all. So we can go back to the previous episode, Ablecraft. I, I am looking at um, an IRC test that you sent out for Ablecraft uh, for 333 sets. Yes. But I was... Actually, before we get into everyone else's boostergrams, I wanted to understand what this was about. Uh, so I was turning on uh, my boost bot again. Okay. And I made a uh, a systemd service for it mm-hmm. instead of having to. What I was doing before previously is just calling the script, passing in all the required arguments every time, and uh, running it in a screen that I can detach from so that it will persist when I close the shell. Mm-hmm. And uh, while that was technically working, it's just a real pain in the ass when you restart or when it, you know, freezes up or if you ever have to do anything to it. Mm-hmm. You have to redo it every single time, including opening the screen and detaching the screen, like those extra steps. So, oh, yeah. Um, I tried to write uh, a system service for it before with C-dubs, and uh, for whatever reason, I think just one of the arguments was wrong and there was an error, but it didn't work, and I ended up just going back to screen because I was pressed for time, but I sat down, took the time, and actually wrote a working service for it. So now, uh, what I wanted to do was, there's a newer, um, there's a newer feature on there, or a newer argument you can pass. I can't remember. It's, it's something like show map or episode map or something like that. Yes. And um, if that's not passed, then it's like errors out. And so I had to kind of add bowl after bowl the chat tag as where it goes you know and then i was testing other shows to just make sure that that boost bot would still display other boosts and it did so that that's why i went and tested ablecraft i saw that bowl after bowl was working but i wanted to make sure that i'd still get all my other boosts coming in for the other shows to display in my chat nice and uh success it worked (laughs) well for other boosts coming in from other people i see from three weeks ago i think is a I think we haven't spoken about this one yet. We got 10,000 sats from Adam Curry. for That was for the Blood Sats episode. I think that's the first one on my list, unless you Ooh. see something before that. I need to scroll and find this. And, uh, yeah, it was three, three weeks ago. And uh, with no message. So I think that was fantastic. Maybe in a response to this uh, talking about a hosting service, which is still underway, by the way. Yes. Uh, I see... I'm not seeing that on my side. Ooh, we have 4,444 sats from Mere Mortals Podcast, uh, who says, Thanks for the kind words. Lots of things going on for you, too. Keen to hear the collab with Song, S-O-N-G, and work on the music app and the music hosting. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Always Kyron. busy. That's Kyron down. And uh, Signs of New Growth is next in the queue for music. I, th- I think we decided on this in a phone call uh, that... 
this is yeah. what has to happen next, but the uh, album production is actually lagging behind that. So Yeah, I think it's the closest thing to the finish line, too. Yeah. We have... Uh, We've we've had some discussions, and I'm talking to the audience about about you and I. Um, Spencer and I have had some discussions about how this second album is going to work, and uh, there's a little bit of a few things have to be in place before we can actually go full throated recording on it, and uh, it's not not yet there. We're not yet ready for that push. So there there's some stuff that's been written down and passed back and forth, but. Uh, where the big push for this is uh, postponed for a little bit. Okay, we got further up. The next one I see is 6969 Sats from Hey Citizen. There it is. I've got that one. You, go. you want to read it? That's, that's the first one I see. Uh, it says, Go tune casting, F Snotify, F Scamazon, and Crapple Music. Long live the sounding fathers of the future <laughs> of music. I love this. Uh, let me know if y'all ever need some sick keyboard parts. Love and lit. Absolutely. Cheers, hey citizen. And we got that for Podception, and then we got a repeat from Hey Citizen for Blood Sats, sixty nine sixty nine Sats with the same message. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I just have the Blood Sats one. I don't know what's uh up with my records here. Really, I see two yeah. in a row. I see one. I must have had a. Uh, I did experience uh, a few torm storms within that time frame, Tor so storms. it may just uh, may just have been it another sounds... tour storm. I have solved that now, though. That sounds like some shit from reboot <laughs> or trod. Brace, there's a sure. there's a tour storm, tour storm incoming. <laughs> yeah, it's a real Flying. thing, man. Good what? luck throwing sats through a tour storm. I'll tell you that. All we need is Helen Hunt. <laughs> uh, we got one thousand and one sats from a user. Eight eight seven nine six four zero eight one two six two four zero four one zero. Absolutely doxed. <laughs> Absolutely doxed. Uh, greetings uh. from Minneapolis. In spot. Ooh, interesting. A Minneapolis guy. Very cool. Uh, this is from Fountain, by the way. Inspired by your efforts here and now exploring how to transfer 30 years worth of my own back catalog of releases from Bandcamp to share with fans in this value for value realm exciting days and nights in he- ahead peace and beats paul aka tone wrecker Woo! well tone wrecker i want to talk to you uh i want you to send an email to abel at abelkirby.com that's right and uh he's maybe he can play guitar by the firelight and i want to see what it's going to take to get you hosted and i want to basically i want to set up a a system where i'm going to do all the, the back end work and i'll get you up there what I need to do is just talk to you about the music, uh, talk to you about the what you want to put up first. 30 years is a lot of years. And uh, uh, let's see what this is going to look like. This is Definitely. exciting. And, yeah. and just to respond uh, before that, uh, Hey Citizen uh, says that if we, wanted need, if we need some sick keyboard parts that mm-hmm. we can uh, let him know. I also want to jump back to Hey Citizen and say, send me an email too. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a way to contact these. I guess I could search. Maybe they're on No Agenda Social or Mastodon or something. You can find Hey Citizen for sure. Hey, I haven't Citizen, looked up. Uh, I might actually. Tone Wrecker yet. I know Hey Citizen, I, I think from IRC. I don't remember seeing Hey Citizen on social, but maybe. He's there. Maybe. All right. So send me that. And I want to, like, even if you have some solo stuff, um, 
let's just talk about it. I think this is exciting uh, stuff. Okay, next one up, we have another, let's see, user. I think it's the same user for uh, 2052 sats from a uh, particular user, 8879. That one's signed from Nightcrawler. From Nightcrawler. Interesting. But... uh, 8879. It's also in Minnesota. Is this just boob sock puppet accounts? Yeah. (laughs) Let me... uh, This is a little irritating. Um, I'm comparing these numbers. They're different, right? No, they're identical. Oh, I see. Eight 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 seven nine six four zero eight one two six two four one zero. Yeah, I just put yeah. them next to each other in Notepad. So these are two different people with the same user. Interesting. Oh, it's got to be the same user saying. Uh, maybe he has like a multiple bands and personality kind of things going on. You know? Oh, it's like split. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Remember that movie by M Night Shyamalan about the blockchain? It was called Split. <laughs> <laughs> you can't it's a twist it's a twist i never saw it coming appreciate he and this user says uh, appreciate your shared information learning experience and navigating this new value for value podcast space our irondale high school robotics team here in minnesota nightcrawler 2052 is also creating a weekly podcast to share updates with supporters and fans while we try and figure this out as well building the world we want to live in yes let me hear you holler nightcrawler i think that's Ah, the cheer it's a slogan yes mystery solved mystery solved so i think that's tone wrecker yes i'm i'm just gonna that's a safe conclusion (laughs) i've got a second conclusion and, and you can question this one uh okay i don't i don't think tone wrecker is in high school uh, that's a dangerous conclusion, but I'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. I got boobery. I got some false, uh, boosts from, from people, uh, where they mentioned something for rare encounter and it tricked, tricked my Ablecraft, uh, search to finding it. I see your mm. IRC test. Yes, indeed. I see 3,333 sats from boobery who just says blocked. Ah, uh, yes, I think we've read that one. That one goes far back enough to have been uh, covered, I believe. 7th of August. Oh, I, I went all the way around. Interesting. Yeah, I remember back when the blocked came through. That was, I think, the first Ablecraft boost from him. <laughs> I, don't get, uh, I don't get blocked, personally, but yeah, some people do. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, uh, is, uh, this is exciting times still. And oh, man, it's... Uh, I just feel so, I get reminders all the time of, like, how new it is, and I know we've been, like, discussing this to death for coming up on two years about how new all of it is. It's new, it's new, and it keeps being new, you know? But mm-hmm. then you just talk to certain people who have are not even on square zero of what we're doing, and that's what makes it new. It's like, yeah, inside here, we've been hoping, praying, dreaming, and working for a long time, but... To everybody else who hasn't heard of it, like, it might as not have ever have happened yet, so. The thing that's recently um, tickled my almonds, <laughs> to turn a phrase, has Ew. been realizing how short, uh, how, how short of a time it's been since uh, the live item tag was popularized. 
Sure, yeah. In including, you did the first show with Dave Jones that actually used. That's it. right. And then, and that was in February, so it hasn't even been a full year. Yeah, there's a um, like Rare Encounter uses live item tags, right? We don't do it on this show I, because we haven't. Geez, there's another project where we have to move all of this stuff to um, to um, podcast generator. And Cold Acid even offered to help with that, but it's uh, we just haven't done it yet. The thing that I need to tell Cold Acid is we don't actually have a website. So if you spin one up, we'll just we'll just okay. That will become our website. Okay, uh, I'll make one. Well, you could do it. Uh, I'll I'll allow you it, to do all might, the work. It might take a second, but uh, <laughs> I'll I'll get something put together. Remember when I said I was going to make a. Uh, scriptless version of people in the wolf talk yeah. <laughs> and it didn't happen it hasn't yeah. happened yet yeah but there's still a promise for one coming that's the beautiful thing about uh putting something in the no script tag if you say that they're gonna you're gonna make it you know just hasn't happened yet <laughs> it's yeah. still in the future uh i think that my donations page says uh this page will get prettier over time and i got mm-hmm. so sick of looking at that sentence <laughs> that i added it uh, to that P tag lots and lots of time. <laughs> Soon you'll realize that instead of making it prettier, it's easier to just delete that paragraph. It's true. Yeah. A I, reductionary uh, style. I once designed a sorting algorithm that was called Eat Sort. Mm. And it was Sounds a sorting... Tasty. Yeah, it was a sorting algorithm for sorting fries by length uh, <laughs> in, a ver- in a very efficient way. And so this was come up uh, with one very long... Uh, overnight at work, uh, running some very long tests, and someone went out and got, I think it was Wendy's or something, and so we had all these, we're very bored, overtired, probably up for over 10, uh, at work for, you know, 10, 10 to 12 hours by then, and, and it's probably 9 at 9 p.m. at night, and so we're a little goofy, and I said, I'm gonna make eat sort, eat sort, here's how it works. I took all the fries, and I laid them out on, like, a big roll of paper towels, and I said, I need to Put these in order of uh, of length, and you know there's algorithms like quick sort. You know, bubble sort is kind of the famous babies for sorting algorithm. Sure. And the thing about eat sort is you either when you take a fry, you you pick up the next fry that you're going to decide, and you either put it to the left or to the right to decide which um, if you're going to swap it with something, or if it takes too long. Here's the key to eat sort. This is the magic of the algorithm. If it takes too long for you to figure out, and this is what makes it efficient, if it takes too long for you to figure out where it goes, you just eat it. Beautiful. <laughs> and then the algorithm finishes very fast. <laughs> so uh, and uh, trims the size of your database. And it trims the size of your database. So I love it. And uh, and you end up it, the result is true. You do get fries organized by size. You get mm-hmm. fewer of them, but you also got to eat them. And you were going to eat them anyway, so don't worry too much about it. That's true. I see it. It's flawless. <laughs> There's your algorithm development. It's flawless. Why aren't you in there uh, making this app, this music app, man, with logic like this? Uh, Why isn't this done already? I'm a fan of some esoteric programming, man. No, I love it. But live item tag, Rare Encounter uses it, and it feels kind of natural for us to have it now. But I I just went back and counted. Our first time we did it, I'm looking at the list, was 111. We just did 117. So we haven't, we've done one, two, three, just in, including, if you include the pre-shows, uh-huh. um, then there's more tags in there, but there are not a lot. I'm looking at the live items tags. We have like one upcoming for 118, right? But uh, 
from Canada to Colorado, a fresh new live rare encounter. Wow, Cold Acid's writing copy for all these, too. Yeah, I have like a... I basically just have three or four things that I change in them now. Do you keep your old ones, the ones that have ended? Oh, yeah. In, and in Podcast Generator, it just show, it keeps it automatically. So we see a list that's in uh, reverse chronological order, and it's color-coded. So blue lines are upcoming shows. Red lines are live, like the red recording lights on. Sure. And then green lines are things that are ended. So the reason that I know the first Rare Encounter uh, was called Rare Encounter 111 Live uh, is because I'm looking at that page, and it says, a special able-free episode coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so they he went live without you for the first time. Wow. Yeah, that may be it. And then we had Clown Encounter Live, which is 1112. Rare Encounter 112, live to air, starring clowns. So I've heard Dave mention before that, like, the ended live tags aren't, like, meant to persist, but I, I've kind of wondered myself about whether or not you'd want, to, you know, a record oh, of the old show. I, I think and, that uh, uh, I may have misspoken then. Let me be very careful. Podcast Generator saves those. I'm not sure if they're in the feed or not. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's a for for my feed. I only keep two live items, and the reason is because we do basically two formats, and it's easier to do that way because I just keep the Tuesday one the same and keep in incrementing the date by seven days every time and flipping it back to pending. Mm-hmm. And then I also change the GUID to indicate the expected episode number. And then the other one is the balls with buds, where I have to do a little more work. I've got to update. Uh, the title with the guest's name. I've got to add them as a person. I've got to add them to the value split. And uh, also change that GUID. And I do put a little description in there, too. Like, there's a description already for the Tuesday ones, but it never changes. So yeah. I never have to worry about that. Looking at our um, looking at our RSS feed, it looks like we only have two. So I have okay. the most recent ended is in there. So it says Rare Encounter Master Chief Edition. The most recent one's ended. And the... The upcoming one, which says pending, uh, and that's okay. 118 Live from Canada to Colorado. Yeah, I'll be in Colorado uh, next week. I like that behavior. Yeah. Very well-designed, uh, well-thought-out. Like, it just... It, Cold Acid has a good sense of, of how these things should work, so... Sure. I still need to crack that nut open, that uh, podcast, Jenny. It is a fantastic product. People don't... It It's fully realized, and we've been using it since the beginning... There's only a couple shows. I think um, uh, Phoenix and Foam Boy use it for Lotus Effect, and I almost call it Lotus Pod. I just stop myself. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure who else uses the new version of it. Uh, it'd be nice to get a survey. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a few more out there, but it's a fantastic product, uh, which does not get enough love. I. You know what I should do? What should you do? I should take out some uh, some advertising for it. There you go. Pump uh, that thing out. Get, get some a, users, man. Get a cron job for uh, for boosting and uh, I don't know, do something. Let people know this is the one you want to use. You could uh, put a Amboss billboard ad out there. <laughs> Amboss billboard ad. Yeah, for for just a set, you can say what you want to say. Say what you need to say. Well, I'm. Always looking forward to the new versions of uh, some of these 
pieces of software. I'm going to get that BTC pay, even though I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it's not going to meet my needs. I still want to look at it and stay abreast of things. Um, I've said before, I think the best strategy, if you want to separate from a node and you don't have additional hardware would be to just get a virtual server, like on Linode or, um, Luna Node or something like that, mm-hmm. and they walk you through those. It's actually the easiest way to get one installed and up and running, and then it just syncs its own blockchain. But it's not like a, it's not like a Lightning Node implementation, you know. Mm. I'm. I think that the way that I'm doing this, just to remind, uh, I I must have said this before, but I'll, I'll say it again. The idea is a mainly static web page, uh, something with. Not a lot of frills. It may be a WordPress site, something kind of standard with a simple CMS. And the website is really just the front end. All it really does is link to another section, which is statically hosted. I might use Linode. Um, They have an object storage, but I'm not sure that's the right way to do this. Uh, I have used that before, but uh, I think a more appropriate thing may just to be using a regular... Uh, CMS and FTP, you know, to upload the episode since you only have to do it once in a while. And uh, then the nodes will be handled. For me, I have my own node, so I, I know how my split's going to go in if I if I have one. I'm sure I'm going to have a little bit, at least a little cut. But the um, everyone else is, I'm going to tell them to use Albi. Yeah. Since Albi seems to be the way to go. It's pretty easy, which is nice. Oh, I just did a check on my... Uh archive folder here and if i were to upload all of the episodes of bull after bull uh through 175 is how far back the archive goes and then everything else i need to drag over there still but mm-hmm. just through that would be 31 and a half gigabytes oh it's nothing so it's not crazy but it's gonna add up over time it's gonna keep adding up and that's just the mp3s alone that's not the art yeah some of rare encounter file sizes, um, for example, we just did 117, as I've said. I have about a 66 megabyte MP3 file, and mm-hmm. that is, I think I I've set it to mono. At one point, we were stereo by mistake. Uh, but we do VBR, so it's a smaller file size. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the WAV files, which I do still have all the original WAV files, at some point, those may have to get pruned because... Um, you have to wonder what the value of keeping them is. Yeah. But that's a gigabyte an episode. I never had the waves from the original run that we did. Mm-hmm. Like the first 26 or 7 or something. Yep. So I just had way less uh, desire to hold on to those for the next iteration, <laughs> too. I just keep the MP3 and say, you know what, if it corrupts, well. That's it. Whatever. Yeah, my uh, my archive folder is probably very large because of that. <laughs> I don't even I have can a imagine. Bucket. Yeah, those are far larger. 148 gigabytes, just for 117 episodes. Yeah, they eat up some room, man. Those waves get going. Yep. Well, uh, I was reminded. I wanted to mention something about um, Binance. Oh, which is just that I've been looking at it. What's it look like? It looks like uh, they use Plaid okay. to, to connect to your checking account. 
And so I ended up doing a little bit more research because I didn't want to write it off immediately. And I was going, what is Plaid? Does Plaid have recent data breaches? Who runs this thing? And I keep going back to, I don't, I don't really like these guys. Mm. And I don't, not sure I would trust them enough to put my username and password in. So I have not done that. But I found out something about Plaid, uh, which is a little tip I wanted to share. Uh, is if you're still interested in using a service that uses Plaid and you're willing to get over the association, you don't have to put in a username and password, uh, at least in this case. If you search for your bank and you type in the word manual as your bank name, it comes up and and it doesn't give you this option until you you cause that list of banks to uh, become empty. Then it says, oh, we can't find your bank. Would you like to put in a routing number? And, and do a regular, uh, I think it's an ACH uh, transfer, just the uh-huh. same way that every other, you know, uh, if you pay sure. your rent, if you rent, or if you pay your electric bill out of a checking account. Um, yeah. It, you know, the same thing. And I'm a little more willing to to put that information into a form than the username and password. You know, if you have that, there's really only a couple things you can do. And, uh, you know, bank fraud, using that kind of... Uh, system i think is uh easier to it's a contained thing right sure if if you have someone's credentials you can really mess things up um and there's no guarantee that the bank has a good way to revert all that you'll never know until after something bad happens right even if it's just like they change your account names or uh or uh, mess up your layout or they change your color scheme right what if you had a nice uh a nice theme set on your bank page. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making shit up. What, uh, have you looked into Strike at all? <sighs> Not really. It's, Strike's what I use just for, like, normie buys. Mm-hmm. And, um, if I were really serious about, like, ultimate crazy privacy of, like, you know, I'd probably go with Bisk. Bisk. And you pay for BISC in a fee, you know, like, it's going to cost more to get non-KYC'd. Yep. Um, but, you I, know, I'm that cost wh- may be offset by the benefits. I don't really have a strong opinion on it, personally. Because uh, I've, I've, like, I've done all of them over, have, the, over the years. Have you gotten those emails from Coinbase? Which emails? The emails that say, upload your driver's license. Uh, I think I did ages ago, but I just ignored them. Yeah. And I haven't used them for a long time. I haven't been using them. I use, I bought some, um, Bitcoin on there, I think a couple of years, two years ago, something like that. Yeah. And it wasn't too bad back then, but it seems like, uh, the news about them over the last years, uh, has been, uh, ruining yeah, my just opinion. Keep escalating and, um, the, the, I stopped using them a long time ago, but. I used to use the Pro because it felt less uh, gross, you know, for some yeah. fucked up reason. Because the interface is different. Let me read this um, email from noreply at mail.coinbase.com. Subject, action required. Verify your info by November 26, 2022. <laughs> yeah. And here's the, the body. It says, your account is missing some info that we need to comply with financial regulations. Please take a moment to verify your info today. If you don't confirm... By uh, November 26th, your account will be limited to withdrawals only. Here's what we need. Here's what we need to verify. 
One, government-issued photo ID. Two, mm. latest version of the Coinbase app. So not only do they want your photo ID, they want you to install you the goddamn app. You have to update. I don't have their damn app, man. I used a website. Right. I'm not installing it. That's it's, hilarious. So, so if you if you never have used the app, you need the latest app, app version. Good God. Yep. So I'm glad that my... should send a picture of your butthole. Yeah. The only... uh the only my use, ID. The only use I've had for Coinbase uh, was to... Uh, I got some coin on there and I immediately withdrew it to my own wallet. So I have a zero holdings there. Yes, I'm same. Glad of, glad for that. Yeah, I always pulled that shit out like the minute that the uh, limit hit. I think the longest limit I'd ever seen was from Voyager, and I used them. Gosh, it might have been around a year ago. Like, I think it was last October. Because my dad, of all people, told me about oh Voyager. Yeah, I heard they're like doing this. Uh, they'll give you a hundred dollars of Bitcoin. So oh, I was like, yeah. really? Is that is that for real? And I looked it up, and it was like a Mark Cuban promotion. It's like, use promo code Mavericks. I shit you not. Yeah. Uh, and deposit a hundred dollars, and you know, buy any crypto, and we'll give you a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, if I put a hundred bucks in, you give me also a hundred. I'm gonna do that. And I did it. And you can get the, you can get the money that's yours out in seven days. Mm-hmm. But then the promo money that's theirs, you had to wait a full 30 for that to release. But I pulled out both coin every time, you know, right when those dates expired. So I pulled <laughs> half out, half out in seven days and the other half out in 30. And God, it was like eight months later that uh, they froze all their withdrawals and, you know, yep, lost their ass on the three arrows thing. Yeah, there was... Um... I was trying to get you to listen to some Guy Swan uh, podcast. Did you ever mm-hmm. look into those? Mm-hmm. Audible Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah, I did uh, take a listen to a couple of those. Oh, I'm okay. glad that uh, you pointed me out to that. It's funny because I already followed the guy on Twitter. I didn't realize it was like the same guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. A very interesting guy. Um, I like his selection of reading materials, though I can't. Some of the stuff that he reads through is just so repetitious. Mm-hmm. where it is kind of the same ideas or stuff we already know or stuff that's already been said dozens of times before. And so it can get, I can't listen to everything, every episode he posts, but there's a few of them that are, have been extremely informative, um, including the shitcoin or insider stuff. Yeah. It had a lot of material I'd never, um, Never heard of. And then, of course, there was Adam Curry, I think, was on one of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've, I think I've watched that. That was over a year ago. Uh, but I just can't, it's all a blur to me. I cannot remember. Oh, man. I'm, t- I'm telling you. I've been in a fog for the whole last week, like, uh, with these big holes in my head. So I'm on, like, uh, painkillers and antibiotics and shit and trying to, like, just let my gums heal. Yeah. Make sure you leave your uh, pub key, write your pub key on a post-it note and put it under your pillow. Oh, okay. Right, the tooth fairy can deposit some coins. That's smart. I'll give her a QR code and put yeah. it under there. <laughs> well, uh, have we arrived? I think Any so. Final things to, to discuss on here. I think we're we're good for another uh, couple weeks. I'll I be- hope the tooth fairy heard that, by the way. The, that uh... Here's your cue to boost. You know you want to. 
little fairy dust at the end there. Got to, uh, got to reiterate, baby. <laughs> well, until next time, I've been Abel Kirby. And I'm Spencer. Spencer. 